Hello, friends. Hi. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday at the Black Sheep. Who here is ready for some live podcasting? Who has been to a live show of Fuck Buddies before? And do we have anybody here for the first time? Oh, welcome. That's awesome. I want you guys to be fully involved and ask the dirtiest, filthiest questions you can. Just just lay it all out there, because that's how we have a good time. Uh, my name's Kyle, um, but that's not important at all. I have been on this podcast a couple times, though, and I'm really, really, really excited to uh, introduce two of my closest friends. They've been killing it lately. We're so happy to welcome Dane. Why did I look at the paper like I don't know their names? <laughs> Dane Miller and Niall Spain for Fuck Buddies Podcast! Thanks, Kyle. That was a very good intro. Thank you. Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners or from you guys today if you see the paper on the table in front of you. We'll collect those at halftime, don't worry. And we answer them right here, right now, and every Monday in your ear holes. And it's 420, baby. It is 420. Has anyone been blazing it? Anyway, is anyone... Hell oh, yeah, right. okay. We're calling the cops. <laughs> this has been a the very elaborate... The police are on their way right now. This has been a four-year-long sting operation. To get the one table in the back. <laughs> uh, before we get started, a little housekeeping stuff, I guess. Uh, if you post on Instagram or whatever your social media of choice is, you tag us, you tag Black Sheep, you will be entered into a draw at halftime to win some shots for your table. You do have to tag us both. If you only tag one, we won't even look at it. <laughs> uh, aside from that, we'd like to shout out a few people who came. It's shout a, out. Oh, very exciting. There's a lot of like really cool people here. Uh, I mean, you are all really cool. You're people, all really cool. But there are people who are slightly cooler than some of you. Yeah. So like no shades of the people who aren't getting shouted out. Uh, Canadian Podcast Awards. Thank you for being here. You guys fucking Thank rock. Thank you very much for coming. Our wonderful friends from Sonar Network are here too. 30, 13 ongoing, no, 30 going on 13, incredible podcast. Our uh, they, lawfully wedded pod wives. They are, are pod wives. Uh, we are married under the, the pod laws pod of laws. the world. Uh, we saw their live show at Comic-Con that was fucking incredible, so you should give them a listen. And last but not least, our adorable and wonderful and incredible talented friend Kyle Crawford home chef Kyle Crawford if you like eating mm -hmm. which should be everyone yeah uh, you should follow Kyle on Instagram and on TikTok and he will elevate your your culinary game to a whole new level and just your life so shout out to Kyle also what an intro I think it's time for questions let's just get into it get in the ad no no. Okay. Niall had a dream. He told me about a dream he had last night where we just came up here and watched an episode of television. Yeah, I had like, it was like a work nightmare, but it was a live show nightmare. 
and we just like turned on the TV and we're like, hold on, we're gonna spend 40 minutes watching something. And no one really minded. I don't know. So, if we feel it's going bad, we are putting on an episode of fucking Modern Family and there's nothing you can do about That's it. That's true. That's true. Uh, on a scale of one to, to 10, how spicy do you want your first question, guys? Spicy, 10, okay. 11. Okay. You guys are bad at, uh, how spicy, on a scale of one to 10, how spicy do you want it? Spicy! <laughs> Not what we asked, but okay. Oh, white girl medium. White girl okay, medium. well then I'm going back up to the first yeah. level. Ketchup. We'll, we'll do a pretty spicy one. I think Dane has a very spicy. Anyway, let's get going. Uh, this is from Reddit. It is by Throw RA, A Strange Gift. And the ages involved are 24-year-old female, 23-year-old male, and a 66-year-old female. Oh. Okay. My husband's grandmother gave everyone sex toys. I felt extremely awkward at Christmas with my husband's family the other day. His grandmother's gift to everyone was a sex toy of some type. The women all got various vibrators and lingerie. There was me, my mother-in-law, grandmother's daughter-in-law, sister-in-law, and her girlfriend of four-ish months, who was also given a strap-on. Other sister-in-law, 16-year-old cousin, and an aunt-slash-cousin's mom. The men's gifts were even more outlandish. Brother-in-law was given a pair of huge silicone tits. His wife did not look happy. Father-in-law, a fleshlight, she enthusiastically went into detail about how great the design and sensation of the interior is supposed to be. This is her son, remember? When she handed my husband his present, she said, I thought this would be up your alley. It was a vibrating butt plug. My husband is into prostate play. With her comment, I'm wondering if they talked about this at some point. How else would she know what's up his alley? The more I think about it, the more inappropriate I feel it was. Some of these things might have been fine to give to someone in private. I understand some family relationships are very open and non-judgmental, which is great, but everyone saw what everyone else got. It was a whole to-do, and two younger kids were also there. I, myself, would really have preferred to not been given anything along those lines. I've only met her once before. I was not told in advance about these gifts. It was a complete surprise. I had no idea how to act. What do you think I should do? My husband never said anything afterwards, so I guess it's normal to him. Still, you think I would have gotten a heads up? Should I talk to him or his parents slash grandmother herself? How long does it say they've been married? I does it say? Because like, unless it it's, this is the first year of marriage, you'd think you would have a litmus test of what Granny's gonna give you for Christmas, right? Like, if you've been married for two years and first year it's like, oh, you get sweaters, and then year two it's like. Here's a really cool vibrating butt plug. <laughs> I would be, I would do two things. I would be like, hey, let's get grandma checked. <laughs> That's fair. That might be a tumor. <laughs> and two, I mean, like, maybe check her internet history. Because maybe granny has opened some doors into a world that she never knew. And I don't think we should hold granny back. I was going to say this is like a really long way to say you're not as cool as this man's grandmother. This, this isn't exactly what's being said is one I've married someone who's rad as hell mm-hmm. and I suck yeah it's like this family Christmas is fucking lit there's butt plugs and vibrators everywhere I will say I would be pissed if everyone's getting all this cool shit and, and you got the like, silicone tits if someone's yeah. like here's some fake tits for you yeah. sir I was exactly. like cool I guess like maybe that's his thing though Sure. If I'm assuming like thing if you yeah she was so on point with everyone else's gifts that I'm hoping yeah I love this rad granny wouldn't wouldn't fuck you over like that. Do you think the phrase up your alley 
was, was, a, was a euphemism. With a granny this cool, it can't not be. There was no way she did that accidentally. She did it with shades on in front of the fireplace and like a guitar sting came yeah. out of nowhere. Just fucking skateboarding, like ollieing and yeah, grinding yeah. on everything like a she, Tony Hawk video She game. did a kickflip. She popped a rip out of her bong and was like, up your alley, yeah. And like, yeah, it was great. Do you think she pulled it out of her own ass? She's like, I don't know. For you. Probably. Probably not. She probably pretended to, though. (laughs) What a a scamp. Uh, Okay, if this happened to me, and I was sitting, I would be, I mean, I do have a sex and dating podcast, so obviously my, my, obviously you never talk to grandma again. What I'm comfortable with skews a little bit more liberal. Progressively. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I understand, I understand being uncomfortable with this, especially if there's, I think, wait, it was 16? was the youngest person in the room. Yeah. I understand that maybe that might not be... You don't know how kids are going to react, and 16 is still very much a child. So I understand that is opening a door that makes that could make things uncomfortable. I don't see there's any problem with talking to your husband first and being like, hey, is this something I need to brace myself for, for Thanksgiving? Like, is she going to do <laughs> some real cool things to the turkey? What are they stuffing it with? Exactly. I think that I think there's absolutely no problem being like, yo, is this what we're in for? Is mm-hmm. this is this what's going to happen all of the time? And if so, make an Amazon wish list. Get what you want. Yeah, like right? open up your fucking sex life. Let her know what's up your alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's great. I think like talking to the granny is weird. You can be like, hey, I, I'm lame, so I just want to get that out of the way. And this this granny's going to roast you at Christmas if that happens. Oh, 100%. If you go up to her and you're like, hey, I don't really appreciate the sex toys for Christmas, you're going to get in the shittiest gift. <laughs> Everyone's going to get keep getting like really cool. And you know what I would do? If someone did that to me, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, I don't like your sex toys, everyone would get like a PlayStation 5, here's a Nintendo Switch, here's a new fucking car, and here's like a Northern Exposure sweater. Go fuck yourself. This is what you're going to get. Everyone else gets cool gifts. You don't like cool gifts, so you get a shit gift. Yeah. Idiot. I think, like, by all means, talk to your husband and be like, hey, I'm a little little uncomfortable with that. But, like, talk it out. And, like, if he has this really cool relationship with his grandmother, you're not going to stop that by talking to her, right? Like, she's not going to be like, okay, cool, you're uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it. It'll just be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do it when you're not there. Yeah. Or, like, I'll exclude you. And you're probably not going to like that either. You know what I mean? It's like you're not going to change their relationship. Like if they're that open with each other and like, hey, fucking fair play. That's cool. Like that's not going to change. So if you're comfortable being left out, maybe state that next time or talk to your husband. But like that's where it should start. And then if he wants to bring it up the chain, sure. But like I don't think this is harmful, really. I don't think it's in bad taste. I think it's, Yeah, my line is the kids. I feel like giving sex toys to kids might not be the coolest thing to do. Not publicly. I, I think there is. Here's no here. Phrasing, here, phrasing. Hear, hear me out in saying that. Like, I think it is important to have a conversation, like a, a parent talking to a kid yeah. privately about the use of sex toys and how to do it safely. Yeah. Because, look, I'm a dude. When we're young and horny, we're gonna put our dicks in things that shouldn't oh, receive yeah. our dicks. Oh yeah. And that's just gonna be embarrassing. It's gonna be unsafe. So have the conversation about. And, and the same thing is like talking about vibrators hmm. with with younger women like all those things are important to to talk about yeah sexual education should happen and like just watching people get handed dirty gifts at christmas is not sexy yeah it's, christmas day is not the time to do it as a family i don't think unless everyone is cool with it on yeah. board and well, clearly maybe not the kids, maybe the kids know that's the thing it's not her kid it's very true right maybe they're rad kids too yeah 
You know? So I, I, it, it really does have to, you just have to tell your husband, be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this scenario, and then progress further. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just might require a little bit of finessing on your part of them being like, cool, if, if you're not cool with it, then we will give you more traditional gifts. Yeah. Uh, and if you are cool with it, or maybe like here are some reasons why you could be cool with it, just be open to it. Yeah. Be, this granny sounds cool as hell, and I wish I had a granny that was like this. Mm-hmm. And also, I will say, like if he's sharing his stuff with his granny, great. If you're uncomfortable with him sharing stuff you're very intimate about, that's totally fine. If you're like, hey, don't tell him. I also like butt plugs. That's cool. Yeah. You know, you like just because they're close doesn't mean he has to share everything about you. So like, if you have a barrier, you can definitely erect that. You know. Set those boundaries. I like that one table laughed when I said direct. I was going to say something too, but yeah. I mean, hell yeah. When in Rome. It's a good crowd. Um, yeah, don't shame your cool granny. Don't. She's so fucking cool. So cool. Um, this is from... I don't know who this is from, to be honest. I, either I didn't copy it or it didn't exist. Um, is there a nice way to tell someone that their t- kinks turn you off and you don't want them to do it to you anymore? Uh, this is a 28-year-old female and a 28-year-old man. I've been dating a really hot, great guy for about three months now. He's the best I've ever had in bed, and I have very few complaints in the bedroom. The only thing I don't like is a kink that he has. He says he really loves smelling my butt. Like, he wants to put his nose in my butt crack and sniff away. I consider myself super open-minded, so the first time he brought it up, I was a bit thrown, but I said I'd try it. I let him do it briefly, and then we moved on to other things quickly, so I didn't really care. However, it's getting more and more common. On Valentine's Day, he offered to give me a massage and spent like five minutes aggressively sniffing my butt crack through my panties. It made me literally queasy slash turned off, and I finally awkwardly laughed and said, okay, can't really concentrate on the massage with you doing that. And he laughed and stopped. I don't want to yuck anyone's yums, but I'm definitely decided I don't find this sexy or attractive, and it makes me uncomfortable when he does it. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but it's my body he's doing this with, and I want to be, and I want to very kindly but firmly say I'm not okay with it anymore. Tips? Is he a werewolf of some kind? Is that a werewolf thing? I, I, I assume she knows he's not a dog, which was going to be my first joke, but... Okay. Werewolf's a, g- a good, like, midway. I was going to say, is that like a... Like a were-dog? If dogs was, sniff butts, okay? That's the funny part. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. I, I was just saying, you know way more about, like, <laughs> fantasy and Actually, stuff. Actually, so werewolf lore. That's that what way. I was saying. I was like, I didn't know if maybe there was some... All this shit came from a very weird time where this very much could have been like, oh, so in the fifth wolves Twilight. love the smell of butts, or, like, werewolves love the smell they of butts. They probably do. They're half I'm dogs. sure there's some sort of fucked up Dracula thing about menstruation, so, like... It's not that far to assume that maybe werewolves have some butt lore. That wasn't the first time you thought about that, was it? I think about it all the time. <laughs> hey, you do you. Uh, hey, guys, how do I talk to my podcast host about his weird Dracula kink? Um, like, the simple, unfunny answer is, like, you don't have to participate in anybody's kink, ever. You can just be like, hey, correct. this doesn't do it for me, and, like... Yeah, it's kind of passive on your part, but you could definitely make you uncomfortable or make you like take you out of the action or like, you know, make you unturned on and that's totally fine. And you yeah. can say that. And like once you're saying that without being like, you big freak, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's like if you get weird and like you start to like talk down on them or like, you know, yuck their yums, then that's bad. But if you're like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't like it, and you're not making judgment or value calls on them, great. So that answer sucks. <laughs> Here's my answer. You got a fart. 
I mean, that's the that's lowbrow. That's Joe Rogan. The thing is, that might that would go either one or one of two ways. That's he's into that. That's what he's looking for. (laughs) That's what he's hoping for. Maybe that's why he waited there for five minutes. So I'm saying you go the other way. You find a soap that's like a smell neutralizer. So there's nothing there. Because really, if that's the experience he gets, then he can fulfill his kink anywhere. Because everywhere (laughs) smells like nothing. It's fair, right? Or you get a deodorant that smells like poop, and he just spends time in your armpit. That's it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, hmm, okay. Okay, you know what? We're going to go with this. Oh, no, that's not. There we go. Uh, this is by throwaway 443334. 22-year-old male, 21-year-old female. My girlfriend won't tell me her surname. We've been dating for four months now, which I think is definitely enough time to know a lot about each other, but I just don't feel like this with her. I've told her everything there is to know about me, but I get nothing in return. I know her first name. I've seen her ID. I hope so. <laughs> I know her first name. I've seen her ID, but with her thumb over the surname. She tells me she wants to keep the romance alive with some mystery. But if I'm honest, this is killing the romance. I know she's a private person and doesn't open up easy, but I feel like I'm being made a fool out of. It's not just the surname. I have not met any of her family. She will not let me see what she posts on social media. I only recently got to see the inside of our house. We usually stay at my place. I feel like I'm part of some joke. I can't help but starting to fall in love with her. But at the same time, I'm trying to stop myself in case I get hurt by this. So here's where I'm saying, if you're starting to fall in love with her, I guess the romance is part of the mystery, right? Yeah, it's, mystery. Wor- it's, working. it's working. You idiot. Fuck, she got you. So, I, okay, here's the the like cynic answer that I don't want to give, but I'm going to give. Generally, when people are this protective about things like social media and friends and like being able to find them online. Secret agent. Secret agent, or they already have a partner, they're in a relationship, they- Criminal. Criminal. That one's actually viable. The criminal one? Yeah. Uh, For sure. I mean like, Secret agent was, you know, yeah. Was a, that was a funny one. <laughs> That's a funny joke you did. Um, but I, I think there could be very much like a, 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 a life that she doesn't want you to be a part of. And usually that does. <laughs> Fucking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a conversation with her and you say, hey, the fact that you're hiding your surname and all of these things about yourself is weird to me. And if we're going to get into a relationship, I would like to know a little bit more about you. The fact that you're calling her your girlfriend four months in without knowing anything about her <laughs> is a wild move. That's, that's powerful. I think you definitely need to reevaluate like where your goalposts are in terms of relationship markers. Mm-hmm. And I think I wouldn't call someone like you do say, I know her first name. Like that's like that's like good. that's a fucking feather in your cap. It's like, yeah, dude, I know the first name of the people I match with on Tinder. We're not <laughs> dating. Yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even call it the bare minimum because it's almost like a step below because there's no world in which that's not really a thing. Yeah. Like, I, can you imagine dating someone and you're just like, no idea who this person is. <laughs> who the fuck are you? It's like four weeks in, they're like, hey, Dane, we finally did it. Her name's Sarah. <laughs> we did it. It's, it's a big step, guys. Like, I'm pretty sure I haven't watched it, but I'm pretty sure you at least know the name of the people on Love is Blind. You, yeah, you can say a lot more than just that. Yeah. First name, last name. Already. Yeah. Already you have a better yeah. relationship. Yeah. So I would just love to know how the conversation went where he's like, hey, like, it, it's fucking weird that I don't know your surname. She's like, no, it's to keep the romance alive. 
I guess he was just like, all right. Yeah, sure. Fuck. Best I gotta go. I guess I better go to Reddit about this. Yeah. I just be like, hey, no. <laughs> like that's, I, This is an acceptable answer. Yeah. Uh, just fucking literally sit her down and be like, hey, I need. I do need this. This yeah. is a this very is essential step. And the fact that you're withholding it, it, it is very weird. And it does make me think you are a criminal secret agent adulterer. Yeah, or, or married. Yeah, I, I don't think it's very hard to have a conversation with someone, especially if you're going to start dating them yeah. or you want to pursue a relation with them, a relationship with them, is saying like the things that you need. And it's... It, the surname is a fucking obvious one. Yeah. But like something along the lines of like establishing the kind of communication that you want and mm-hmm. the, how often you want to see each other. Like all those things are important yeah. steps. That you want to sniff their butt for five minutes straight. If it's important to you, yeah, exactly. you have that conversation. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with someone. It might have come up like jokingly being like, I don't know your last name. Mm-hmm. And then you know what happens? They tell me their last name. Yeah. And that's how it should work and if someone was like you guess figure it out I would even that is better than what's happening here because like it's all like bad but then the fact that they're like oh no I did see her ID I'm like oh okay but she covered it with a thumb like what the fuck yeah that's bad it's all bad like it's so so yeah and if you can't have a normal conversation and get to a good end with something this fucking basic shit's not gonna go well ever Ever. No. No. Because what happens when you have a more complicated conversation that surpasses something as simple as your name? What happens if you want to have a conversation about, you know, children or, you know, moving in together or any of those things? Is she just going to be like, I'll take your key. Okay, but are we moving in together? Oh, I've got your key already. Yeah, I've got your key. What happens when the FBI fucking kicks down the door, arrests you, and they're like, "Uh, do you know whatever, like, you know her last name, and you're like, no, and they're like, as if, and they yeah. throw you away because they no think you're in you. on it. They're like, yeah, yeah that's fucking reasonable. 100%. Um, Just, no, this is not good. It's not good. Either find out her last name or move on. Yeah. Um, speaking of... No, I don't have a segue for this. This just makes me laugh. Um, this is Rhea Tamo. Imaginary girlfriend is a red flag? If the only girlfriends a guy has ever had are imaginary... Is that a red flag? Please tell me that's the whole question. I'm done talking. <sighs> Maybe he just played a lot of D&D. But, okay. I hear what you're saying. And I'm not saying people who play D&D can't get girlfriends. I'm saying maybe he had in-game girlfriends. Sure. Yes, it's a, yes, it's a fucking red flag. <laughs> how does this... How does this come up? How are you like, oh, like, so, yeah, I've, like, dated two people before you. Like, what about you? Yeah, I've, I've dated, like, three, but uh, <laughs> they weren't real, but. <laughs> what? Yeah, Wait, hold on. Hey, hey, Dave, what was that? Oh, no, they were, like, fake girlfriends that I made up inside my brain. Yeah. Okay. No, but it's cool, though. You should really hear the story of how we didn't meet. <laughs> like, how do you say that to someone? Surely, if you had an imaginary girlfriend, you Keep that secret to the grave. And hey, I'll tell you right now, I had an imaginary girlfriend when I was Ooh. like five. Right? Like, I, Damn. I, I wish I could remember her name because it was fucking Mittens. wild. No, it was... 
it was along the lines of I don't know if you guys know this show and if you do congratulations it's along the lines of like Shabethany like it was like it was very much a not a real name that I had probably constructed from hot people whose names I did know okay. at five I was a horny kid man Damn. I was like I bloomed early but five no I was I was yeah I was just it was, into it was Sonic like, and by that not sexually I don't believe you no one likes Sonic as much as you who isn't also doing horrible sex things to Sonic. It makes me so sad that every time I bring Sonic up, you bring that up. They introduced me to a horrible world of Sonic stuff. Introduced. <laughs> All right, Dracula. <laughs> um, yeah, if, yeah, it's a red flag. It's fucking weird. It's like... It happening isn't even as weird as him talking about it. It's the admission of... That's weird. The imaginary girlfriends is weird. It's one thing... Like, look. Now, I will say, there is one way that might be... Okay. Okay. And it's like, maybe they're like, hey, when I was in high school, I was really insecure, so I made up a girlfriend so that people thought it was cool, and they're admitting this, but they're not saying, I thought they were real, I imagined them, it counts as a girlfriend. Yes. Maybe they're admitting that they did something. And that, I think, is almost the opposite. It's like, it's cool that you're now confident enough, both in yourself and okay. in your partner, to admit something you did that you're admitting was shameful. Remember or when like that whatever. famous football player had that fake girlfriend? No. There Were was they a, from Canada? I can't remember his... No. Manny I'm, Tio. Yes. Manny Tio. There was a whole scandal of this guy who, like... He like it was on Instagram. He was like Twitter. He was like having this like, a, and then it turned out that it just didn't exist. And I can't remember. I don't remember if he made it up or if he was catfished. But it was was he was it a catfish? It was a catfish situation. Yeah. Um, so not quite the same thing. But I am going to pretend like it is because uh, I do like the idea of a famous NFL player being like, "Here's my cool fake girlfriend. <laughs> Fucking deal with it." Yeah. So I I do need more context. But if it is in an admitting way that's, you know... I would also like to know ages. There's no age Oh, here. yeah. If it's like, it was I, last year, I'm 50. Yes. If this is a grown-ass man who has admitted to not one, but multiple imaginary Also, how many? Yes. Because even two's pushing it, but like, past two, and that's just like, did you dump one for the other? How did that Did work? you cheat on one imaginary <laughs> yeah. girlfriend with the other? Yeah. There's probably a whole lore document somewhere. I would love to read that. That would. I'm not sure I would. Add it to my Dracula lore. <laughs> uh, so I think it's very probably a red flag, but there's there's softening things that might have happened that maybe make it acceptable. Yes. Okay. I, I will give you that. Okay. Well, you know, for the day that's in it, uh, this is by Metro Maker. What does 420 friendly really mean? COVID lockdown and curfew has me bored and lonely. So I've been scanning dating sites. Some posts say 420 friendly, and I'm not really sure what that means. Does it mean don't be surprised if your date fires one up? I'm not opposed to weed, but I don't partake because of the paranoia. However, if someone wants to toke, I'm cool. Or does it mean I'm supposed to toke too, because I am not going there? Or does it mean I'm supposed to bring weed? Weed is hard for me to get. I have to go to the trap house and put in my order and wait a day. Sometimes I can get my friend D-Boy to sell some of his private stock, but there are just so many different kinds of weed. OG Kush, Fruity Pebbles, Haze, Sour Diesel, etc. I really have no idea what's going on when I'm buying weed. Can someone set me straight? What the fuck is a track house? Uh, oh, tra trap. Trap house. I think it's a track house, and I was just thinking, like, 
like a cool little spot outside of a, like a high school track that they're selling weed out of. That which checks out. Sounds like a place that you buy weed, yes. Mm-hmm. I love, what is it, D-Boy? D-Boy. D-Boy and his private stash. I can't imagine someone who goes by the name of D-Boy not having a private stash yeah. of weed. Yeah. Um, 420 Friendly is actually a rating on the friendly scale. <laughs> yeah. It's the lower the number, the less friendly mm-hmm. you are. But four, it only goes so up to 518. So 420 is pretty good. 420 is pretty good. So if you see 420 Friendly, you know that they're going to be fairly nice people. Yeah, that's it. All right, moving on. Um... I don't understand. Like, how are you this confused by this? Well, I, I do love that we see this all the time where people, like, they see something and then they spiral just and overthink the fuck out of it. Because, like, it starts all right. It's like, oh, I mean, don't, surprise, don't be surprised if they fire one up. You're like, okay, yeah, that's rational. And then it's like, do I have to bring weed to them? What? Am I... What? Am I going to have to do an Ocean's Eleven style heist to steal from my boy D-Boy? <laughs> I need to see D-Boy now? Fuck. Like, why would you think that means you need to show up with weed? How does that check out? I don't know. People freak out about the weirdest things. And now I understand why you don't smoke weed. If you're <laughs> afraid of paranoia and this is how you're getting absolutely yeah. sober. This is you fucking like with your mind on straight? No. Mm-mm. It just means they're cool if you smoke weed. Yeah. That's it. And like everything in the dating world, I'm sure there is a sliding scale of like some people who think who say 420 friendly and they want you to participate and might get weird if you don't. And then I'm sure there are people who say 420 friendly who are like you who are cool if you do smoke weed Mm -hmm. and don't really and but don't do it themselves. Like I consider myself 420 friendly. Hey, we haven't talked about this. I've never done a weed. He's never done. Not even one. Not a single weed. Not even one of the devil's lettuces. Um, I really wanted to get them blasted for the show, but that would have been absolutely fucking awful for I, everyone involved. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done, to be honest. Just in the corner, just, I imagine. Just chilling out. Having a bad time. Um, yeah, I grew up in a place, I don't like to talk about this often, but I grew up in a place called Brampton. And I was, <laughs> the correct response, um, and I was convinced that uh, I needed to not drink and not do drugs um, because... And it is still a very, it's, it's one of my proudest accomplishments of leaving Brampton without a criminal record or an Ill, illegitimate child. <laughs> that you so, know of. That I know of. No, I didn't have sex when I was in Brampton. So Damn, there was okay. absolutely no kids. <laughs> These were like, I, this was in my brain as a teenager being like, no sex, no drugs, no alcohol. Because this is how I stay in Brampton forever. So Brampton is an inspiration. Really. Kept well, you on the straight and narrow. If I ever have kids, I will move back to Brampton so they know... <laughs> They know how to, yes, it is. I will scare straight them with Brampton. <laughs> anyway, sorry for everyone who grew up in Brampton. <laughs> I think the only other person who did and is I'm not also saying, yelling the callback. Yeah, I'm also not saying sorry because I don't want to offend you if you grew up in Brampton. I'm saying sorry that you grew up in Brampton. <laughs> you just alienated all our Brampton listeners. No, they know what I'm talking about. No one is there being like, this is great. Having a great time. It's fair. The thing that we're most famous for is a big blue house that they haven't finished. It's just like in development hell. That is that is like the official landmark of Brampton. If you know what I'm talking about. I, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Dublin is famous for they were finally like, you know what, we're gonna get our like our landmark. It's gonna like compete with the Eiffel Tower and it's just a spike. It's just a big stick, really. Like there's nothing I've to it. it. It's not a tower. You can't go up it. There's no like. You could go up it. If you were Mulan. 
you know, she does the thing on the on the pole. Yeah. If she can do it, anyone can do it. Um, but it's also really bad because the street that it's on is famed for like heroin use. So it's a giant needle, and everyone was like, "This is not not good." So no one really thought that true. It cost a fuck ton of money as well. This is our new segment where we just talk about things where we grew up. Yeah, you guys got any any other like landmarks <laughs> you want us to talk about? Any other weird landmarks? Write people? some landmarks down on the yeah, pages. Fuck the, fuck questions. the questions. We're just gonna do a geography lesson for the second half of the show. <laughs> Right, is it your me. turn? My turn? It's your turn. It's my turn? I hate you with the old... Um, this is... I hate the name of this user. It's Eyeball Sniffer. <laughs> um, th- it's a female 25, male now, 30. Does the question have anything to do with sniffing eyeballs? It doesn't. Thank Weird. God. Um, I'm in a friends with benefits situation with a woman that I met online uh, dating site. Her profile made it clear that she wanted a friends with be- benefit. She explicitly stated that. Now, one of the quirks I noticed about her was initially, it wasn't a big deal or anything, is that she speaks with ghetto English, even though her background was growing up from a wealthy Hispanic family living in a suburban neighborhood. Almost like she became obsessed with rap culture and is trying to mimic ghetto culture in an unintentionally racist way. Here's where things get tricky during sex. This is completely serious, by the way. She on multiple occasions has been riding on top of me, and when I'm getting ready to come, her mouth gets by my ear and she loudly says... Who that? The first time it happened, she got aggressive when I didn't initially call out her name. We'll call her Danielle in this thread. So imagine, who that? Who that? And finally, I'm like, oh, Danielle. How can I introduce other dirty talk to her? I just don't care for her shouting in my ear, asking me to state her name. I feel like it's going to be so awkward to bring it up to her. <laughs> It would have taken me a while to understand what was required for me in that situation. I would have no idea what was happening. I'd be like, wait, is someone here? Did you hear something? <laughs> yeah, someone? I would I would literally feel like I'm in a horror movie and she was expecting me to like go out and check. Yeah, yeah, who's that? Like, hold on, hold on. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I think you just fight back with your own who that. You who that, you more. Who me? Who, <laughs> <laughs> who me? Dane. There you go. There we go. Uh, oh, man. I, I, I'm trying to think of a funny answer, but there's no funny answer. You just got to be like, hey, please. We got to talk about it. It's like the, who was here last time with the Borat, the Borat sex guy? They know. Yeah. It's like that. You just got to be like, hey, there's a time and a place for who that, I guess. And that time and place is not mid-sex in my ear. Yeah. I would, it's like, yeah, I don't want to have sex with the Baja boys, right? Like, that's not what I'm looking for, and I, I would... I just feel like even if any dirty talk, if, it's you, if you only have one phrase, it's not going to go well eventually. You're right. Yes. Like, you can't just be like, I have one line, that is it, it is my dirty talk, and then use that ad infinitum unless you keep getting new partners. Yeah. Like, anything, even for if, me... Like, it's, you're right, absolutely. The one line, like the one trick pony sucks. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we get a lot of that. Like we get a lot of questions where it's like, oh, they always ask me, do you like that? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, does that feel good? And like, yes, every now and then that can be a sexy thing to for ask. Sure. But if it's the only thing you ask, it gets kind of shitty. And who that, <laughs> or sorry, who dat, I think immediately starts bad. And like, yes. there's, there's no room for it to flourish. And there's really no place, I don't think, in the bedroom at all. Because it like it makes me think of like, like I'm I've walked into a ludicrous song. But also like I think a key point here is the appropriation as well, right? Also, where true. it's like if you know it was a culture that they you know grew up in or whatever, like that would be a different thing. 
But it's like, imagine if like I put on a fucking German accent halfway through sex. That would be weird. Would it though? Let's find out. Well, let's <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, for me, as much as I hate who that, it would be the yelling in my ear. That oh, would, yeah, I don't. I that would that. suck. I'm I'm a very sensitive like ear person. So like I love a good whisper, but a good. Wait, but hold a, on. Who that? Who that? Who that? No, it's you see who that just starts bad. <laughs> so there's nothing you can sprinkle on who that to make it to make it go down easier. You know. Yeah, it's not great. So how to introduce new, new dirty talk. It seems like she has a bit of a dom side, right? Yeah, for sure. It, this is, if this is coming out while she's riding you and she wants you to say her name, there seems to be a dom sub angle that she's playing at, mm -hmm. or at least a, a moment of appreciating being in charge. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's fine. You can play with that. Introduce, like, talk about that and be like, hey... I think it is sexy when you take control. Mm -hmm. I think it is sexy when you're in charge. If you like me saying your name, I can do that without you doing that. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, come up sorry, with other sorry. ways to say it. Doing that. <laughs> or like coming up with other ways to say it as well. I'd yeah. Just be like, hey, seems like you're into kind of like more dominant stuff. Are there ways you would like to explore this? And then also be like, I don't love the way we currently explore it. Yes, absolutely. There's no harm in saying that doesn't do anything yeah, for me. But like, hey, much like the ass sniffing of earlier, be like, it takes me out yeah. of the moment. And like, if your partner gets upset by that and they're not willing to have like that good conversation, then maybe you need to reevaluate your fucking whole relationship. It, especially, almost exclusively, this is when you are about to come. If yeah. when I was about to finish, someone did something that sucked. Oh, that would be the worst. I wouldn't want to keep sleeping with them. No, because that's that is, the best part. It's the best part. And you're shitting on it. I'm not in a, you know. Not in the way the first question would enjoy. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, just talk. And again, I, a lot of the questions come down to communication, which yeah. sucks because that's not a very exciting answer, but it is true. And people need to fucking hear it. Yeah. But if they can't deal with that fucking like, conversation, then probably you shouldn't date them. Who that dumped? Yeah. <laughs> Who that? Not you anymore. <laughs> Is it? We got one more. We, we can got do one, one more. We got one, one more, more quick one. Okay, a quick one. A quick one. Mm. I only got long ones. Um, while now looks for a question, I do want to remind you there are slips of paper on all of your tables. Uh, and, and we are nearing the halfway point. There should be pens as well. Um, if you have a question that you would like us to discuss or talk about or answer, uh, it doesn't have to be about you. It can be a broader subject that you would like discussed. Um, if it, maybe you know a friend who's doing really stupid things that you would like us to. Why are you looking at me? You know, <laughs> you know why. Um, there's, there's a number of things you can ask us and we would love to answer your questions. So this is a great time. Uh, the second half of the show, we will go through your questions. Uh, we'll give you some time. Uh, there'll be about uh, like, 15-ish minutes for you guys to think of questions, and we'll come around and, and grab them from you. So if you have a question, please start thinking about that now. All right, this is by a deleted user, and the question is just female 23, male 25, and the context is, please explain the difference between I have a girlfriend and I'm seeing someone, because apparently they are the same thing. Please call me crazy for thinking otherwise. Fundamentally not true. If you're seeing someone, this is how I operate. Also, this is something you need to clarify with your partner. Now, before you go off, do you want the context? 
Sure. So the uh, girl in the question is upset because their partner rebuffed someone by saying, oh, sorry, I'm seeing someone. And she wants them to have said, oh, sorry, I have a girlfriend. Okay. And he claims it's the same thing. Okay. In that context, I, don't, I think it's interchangeable. Yeah, for sure. Because the goal... Well, you, you go. You go. Yes. In, in this context, I was about to. I was about to pop off, and you yeah, knew it. Yeah. Um, in that context, I would say one hundred percent, it is interchangeable, because as you were about to say, like the goal, the intention there is to be like, "Hi, thank you for your interest, but I, I can't accept it for this reason." And the specifics of that reason aren't important in that context, because all you need to. It is a polite way of saying no, thank you, yeah. thank you, but no thanks. If it was the other way around, if it was the situation of. Uh, we've gone on a few dates and we, we are seeing each other. Yes. Uh, it would be weird if you were then like, that's my boyfriend. Yes. No. Yes. No, we're not. The no, but boy- in this, like, the goal is yeah. I am not available and the additional information is because of somebody else. Yep. That's it. You've gotten the goal across. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter if you're really detailing how serious. Because then why not be like, oh, I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend of 10 months. Yes. You know? Like, it doesn't really matter. You're getting the point across. They, they did their job. I would also like to know if this is a constant source of like struggle for this couple. Because that's another question in itself of being like, hey, have you discussed what you guys are? Because you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. You're not in a relationship until you've had that conversation saying, I believe they hey. are exclusive, which is why okay. they were like, why didn't you say girlfriend? Right. You just said seeing someone. Mm. But I still think... It's the same shit in this situation. In this scenario, I agree. It is the same thing. It's the intention is there to to uh, rebuff, rebuff, to to make sure someone uh, is rejected nicely. Yeah, and they did it. And I, I think getting upset about splitting hairs like that kind of thing is unnecessary. And you pick your battles. Yeah, you know, fight for the things that matter. And this is not something I think matters. Well, it's like getting upset about those. Like, oh, you said that to like slightly leave the door ajar. It's like no, no one's like putting a hidden message like I'm seeing someone wink wink yeah wink wink like but if she's not around maybe I can sneak in yeah no that's not it uh, so that's going to do it for our first half, friends. This is our first act. We're going to take a quick little break. Please uh, grab uh, a drink, some food, go have a cigarette break, a bathroom break, uh, freshen up the, the, the butt for a good sniffing. I don't know. Do whatever or, you need to Or do. unfreshen it, or depending unfreshen it. on your partner. Um, and we will see you in about 15 minutes. Get your questions because we're going to come around and get we're them. We're going to swoop and, and collect them. We're going to swoop so hard. Hello, friends. We're back. And we have a wild amount of questions. A wild amount of questions? I'm just going to go from the... Just give me half of these. Oh, okay. We're going to rapid fire these. Okay. I'm going to start with this one because it's the only one that's open. Okay. Everyone everyone ready? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I'm so glad no one left. (laughs) That we know of. Okay, this is actually... This is great. This is landmarks to discuss. (laughs) Honest ads. R.I.P. That, is there a list There's here? a list. We'll go through them. Okay, yeah. I, I, we said we would do it, so we're going to do it. Well, let's talk about some landmarks. Honest Ed's. Um, one of my favorite things, and I hope this isn't a Scott spoiler. Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim 
If you've seen the movie, it was cut out of the movie, but in the books, the first time he fights Todd, it's actually a race through Honest Ed's, and the first person who can get through Honest Ed's without getting lost wins. And they get so angry, they blow it up. And that's a little Toronto trivia for you. That's pretty great. I used to live near there. It was very cool. Uh, giant gnome. Giant gnome? Gi- giant gnome. Cool. Rad. Uh, <laughs> Garrett's shack. Okay, now are you just listing places that you know? It's not me. I don't. I'm, f- I'm not. I'm looking at you, but I'm assuming like. Okay, well let's let's move on to one we obviously know. Goat boy's cabin. Goat boy's cabin. Goat boy's cabin. Crate. Who fucking wrote these? Put your hand. Up. Put your shameful hand up. Is that a, is that you over in the corner? What the fuck is are Goat they Boys? Real ca- landmarks? Or are you just making shit up? Yeah. Much like that guy's girlfriend, these are all <laughs> made-up imaginary landmarks. Hey, they're real to them. Uh, that large apple on the way to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I don't like apples. So I know that one. The fact that it's a big one makes me like it less okay. than a normal apple, which is already quite... I fucking hate it. Oh, we're still going. You got another one. Okay, go. That log where people smoked weed at my high school. Now this one is a hit. Love it. Great. Weed log? It's also themed to today, so you Not get points really for that. Not really landmarks. <laughs> it's, no. Well, I'm going to have to get the story for Goat Boy Shack. Um, this is, I tried to sell my used underwear online, but I felt too scared. Do a lot of people do this? Would love a crowd poll. Should I go for it? I need the money. All right. Okay. Uh, hands up. Well, hold on. We're okay. an audio podcast. Okay. Yeah, hands up true. doesn't help anyone. Hands up noisily. <laughs> um, round of applause. Have you or would you sell your underwear online? <laughs> so I hope okay. whoever is who wrote this, I hope you feel supported and embraced by mm-hmm. your peers. There's nothing wrong with this. No. If, if I could sell anything of mine online for money oh yeah i'd be I'd doing do it. it i would have no underwear left we made the terrible decision to start a podcast yeah famously no money um also like the amount of people i know who tried to innocently sell stuff online and a guy immediately just appears and is like can you wear it and i'll pay double yeah so you're gonna have a good time it's gonna be very easy and for most you of the time it's this. not even closed it's like a poster Oh, yeah. Just wrap that around you for like 30 minutes. Just lie on it. $40 more. Lie on it and sweat. Yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Uh, Round of applause. Should they do it? Should they do it? Love it. That's fucking unanimous. You're making that granny proud. (laughs) In this economy? Exactly. Oh, my God. Hold on, hold on. This person has impeccable hands. That's incredible, right? It looks like somebody fucking typed this. Once again, an audio podcast, but we're going to talk hey, about it. They, <laughs> they can feel it. Uh, my partner thinks that just because we ended up being in a relationship, that automatically means his online dating profile is a 10 out of 10. Someone please humble him. I realize by extension plus, oh, I realize by extension this humbles me too, but worth it 1,000%, 1,000 times to prove him incorrect. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is a profile we helped edit. So not only are they 10 out of 10, I guess that means we are too. I would say that if we, I'm, okay, here's, here's what I'm gonna say. If we helped edit this, you're wrong, he's right, it's yeah, perfect. 100% 10 out of 10. If we had nothing to do with it. If he had come to us, it would have been a 10 out of 10. It would have been a 10 out of 10. Um, Hashtag humbled. 
I don't. So the, I'm just wrapping my head around this question: is you met someone online, and then started dating them, and he was like, "I nailed my profile," and you're like, "Actually, you didn't, idiot." <laughs> is is that what I'm gathering here? Is that is that the we have to see the profile. Yeah, that's the thing. We can't. I just checked the email to see if it was sent. It wasn't. But I'm pretty sure I know the profile, and we did, in fact, Did work we kill on it. it? We must have. They're, they're dating. We're, we've done it. We're the best. The only 10 out of 10 is your guys' relationship. I hope you last forever. I don't know Or why until you don't want to be together. That's anymore. true, yeah. That's okay as well. Dane, since you've never smoked weed and it's 420, I'd love to know, what do you think it's like to be stoned? <laughs> um, I imagine it, it's much like, so our wonderful pod wives have introduced me to Seventh Heaven. <laughs> so I can only imagine that the second I smoke weed, I am going to stab someone. Yeah, yeah. And forever live in prison. Yeah, you're going to disappoint a priest, stab someone, end up in jail, and then there's going to be some incest somewhere that won't be anything to do with you. So I imagine that. <laughs> uh, what's the weirdest thing you put your dick in slash vice versa for women? S- sorry, one more time? What's the weirdest thing you put your dick in slash vice versa for women? We're not women. We can't answer we that. We can't answer part. that question. We have a heart. If someone wants to come up and say the weirdest thing they stuck in themselves, that's cool. But what's the weirdest thing I put my dick in? Um, I was pretty well behaved when it came to dick shenanigans yeah um i would probably say i i did shaft nanigans shaft nanigans um i did one point in time uh put my dick in a paper towel roll yeah it's fair it's fair um and it wasn't for sexual pleasure it was just curiosity (laughs) i just wanted to see what that was all about i did once in the throes of being very horny construct like like a pillow thing that i thought was gonna it didn't work can you please? I need way more detail. Just and I like, think everyone. I think everyone in this room needs to hear about your pillow fuck machine. Well, when you put a pillow and a pillow together, what what's in the middle? Okay, a gap. So you just put two pillows together? Yeah, basically, it didn't work. It's <laughs> okay. like it's pillows are not the texture you need on your dick. And that's some advice right here for anyone that's... curious. Don't go home and replicate this. I was young. Okay, it didn't work. You know what you should have done? I just had normal wank. Yeah, but. If we if we had known each other at the time, we could have joined our brilliant minds together. And pillow, paper towel roll. Whoa. Whoa. I, I still don't think it would have done anything. No, no, I would have been so scared of paper. But, but hell, it would have been it would have been cool. I think this is more landmarks. Uh, Mississauga, the Marilyn Monroe Towers, Rowers, Powers. I towers? hope it's Powers. Uh, Montreal's Cockring Installation Downtown. Is that... Have you seen it? You know about it? Okay. Is it great? Is it literally cock rings? Millions of dollars for cock rings. One? Was One. a very cool granny involved. Was it a Christmas gift for Ottawa? So, okay, now... Someone wrote Brampton. Shinkuzi Ski Hill. You really gotta get me back on Brampton, huh? Let well, me we did you. have an, a Brampton person arrive after your roast of Brampton. So. It's not a fucking ski hill. It's a hill that people ski down. It so sounds like a ski hill Technically, sure. But it's, it's just garbage. <laughs> it's just garbage that they put dirt over. 
And if if there was a better way to describe Brampton, it's that <laughs> garbage that we put dirt over. Um, and then there's Sunny's, which is a, a greasy diner. Uh, Toronto Sex Canoe. Sex Canoe, yeah. We know okay. the Sex Canoe. It's a good one. Um, there is, if you don't know it, if you're driving along the Gardner, you'll see it. It's by like the Sky Dome area. The city, city place. There's just a big canoe that people fuck in all the time. Yeah. Um, Calgary Saddle Dome. Don't know that one. All right. You guys really committed to this landmark bit. Ooh, I really like this because this one starts with a compliment. I love that. Hey, you guys are funny. Thank you. Love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I swear I didn't write this. Uh, so if you're going on dates with multiple people with the intent of finding a monogamous long-term partner, at what point do you have to choose one? Shit or get off the pot? Is there a date count? No. 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 Or a physical or emotional bar, which once you've crossed it, you're like, okay, I got to pick the winner of my monogamous love. I mean, emotionally, I think yes. Physically, yeah. no. I don't no. think there is a, like, a thing of like, oh, we've had sex together X amount of times. We're or now dating. X ways. Yeah. Ooh. Right? It's yes. not like, oh, we did anal. There we go. Yeah. We have done doggy style, so now we're married. Yeah. Like, I, it just does worry me that, like, you list the emotional thing in the same way you list everything else, which is, like, very contextless. Because it's like, the emotions are, oh, I'm in love with this guy. It's like, yeah, great. There you go. That's it. It's not like, oh, well, we did X, Y, and Z emotionally. Like, we and watched nece- up. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be in love with no not all right but But like yes i think there is an emotional step i think there's a point in time where you you reach a a moment with someone and you decide that like hey this is the person that i would rather spend yes all of my time with yeah then split some of my time with yeah and i think we we use it as a mantra here all the time it's a fuck yes or it's a no and that is how you should approach more or less everything in life but especially relationships in the sense that if you're waffling even one percent even just a little bit, if there's a, a small little voice in the back of your head that says, I don't know, then don't do it. You're, you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And if that voice persists, then you're not ready for a relationship. And that might be a blanket statement across just like you're just not ready for a relationship. And maybe you should pursue maybe some sort of uh, therapy or counseling mm-hmm. to maybe find out what that block is because a lot of us have it, whether it's an insecurity of not being good enough, which is something I struggled with for a very long time, or you know, fear of being hurt, past traumas. There's a whole laundry list of things that could be an emotional block mm-hmm. to stop you from getting to that point. But if you're not at that point of being like, this is 100% the thing I want to do, then you shouldn't be getting in a relationship with yeah. someone. I will say, also, there are times when you should end stuff and it's not on your end, it's on the other person's end. So if somebody wants to take it further, like become exclusive and you're not there yet, oftentimes you should call it quits with that person because, you know, if you're like not aligned, you know, they're just gonna get hurt and be miserable. And like, obviously you should factor in their decision in the equation, but sometimes people say, oh no, I'm fine with this, and then they're not. Yeah. So. There are times you have to stop it just cause. You know what I mean? What is that fucking mic? Like, what's that speaker doing? I love it. It's very weird. You guys hear it's that? Like, it's like ASMR for me. <laughs> Everyone shut up for a second. Yeah, so fuck the date count thing, though. That's insane. No. So, like, to put on something that arbitrary is just batshit. It's the like relationships of- mean, or they should mean a lot. So it's like to just base it on, like, oh, fuck, we've seen each other five times. I, that's, I guess I, that's it. Yeah, no, don't do that. I, do, I can't tell you how many times I've had to sort of bow out of a potentially really great 
partner or seeing someone because they've they've had a date count and oh for been sure like, yeah. we've been see or or like a, a period of time where it's been like oh we've been to, we've we've been it's hanging been out three for months, two months yeah. or we've seen each other five times now like I need to know for it's like I don't know yeah. I have no idea. And if I don't know, I'm not. It's like, well, I don't want to drag you along mm -hmm. for the ride. So if you're not on it, then yeah. bye. And like, if after three months you are like, hey, I really like you and I want to move forward, say that. Don't say, well, it's been three months. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, there's nothing worse. We talk about it all the time. There's nothing worse than the like, so what are we? Yeah. Fuck that question. If you want to be something, state it. Yeah. Right? So if you, if you're not sure what you guys are, and it feels like you might be nearing the point where you can talk about exclusivity or monogamous, uh, you know, relationship. Then say, "Hey, I've been really enjoying the time that we've been spending together, and I would like to be exclusive with you, or I, yes. I would like to be monogamous with you." Mm -hmm. Because that takes the onus off the other person. Because chances are they're going to try their damnedest to guess what you they or you they think what you want to hear. Yeah, you're also blindsiding them, right? Yeah. Whereas you've obviously been thinking about this and you have a destination in mind. So it's kind of unfair to just be like, what are we? It's like, you, you've thought about it. You yeah. know what you want, so state it. Like, state be it. honest, be kind to your partner. And then if they don't agree with you, great, you guys are communicating and- Imagine how much easier dating would be if yeah. people just said what they wanted. Yeah, for real. It'd be so much easier. So do that. Uh, this is, we've got four questions here. So we're gonna go quick. How did you guys lose your virginity? I had sex. <laughs> um, no, it was it was in my college dorm room, um, and we were we had like really thought about it, and we took our time, and we were like, "Yep, tonight's the night. We're gonna do it," and we began to have sex and then immediately when we started like nine drunk people came into the room next door and started playing i'm pretty sure mario kart um so it was we were like eh, maybe another time but i did we did start having sex so i count that as as me losing my virginity fair. uh i'd been dating i got blue shell y'all i got blue shells <laughs> I probably shouldn't clap directly into the mic. <laughs> Sorry to Dane in the future when you're editing this. Uh, I was 15 and I was minding my friend's dog while they were on holidays. So, hey I, man, weird way to start this story. <laughs> the key being I had a key to their empty house. Uh, so And a very lonely dog. <laughs> oh, I, I, I want to redo the weirdest thing I've, no. Uh, yeah, and basically, the worst thing is my friend's dad worked, my best friend's dad worked in the pharmacy, so I went to buy condoms and he was working there, and then I was like, oh, I don't want him to know, because I was fucking 15 and dumb, so I didn't have one, and we still did it, and that is not good, so don't do that. Uh, but yeah, we, it was a white leather couch, it was my friend's living room, fuck, she's probably gonna listen to this, I don't know if I ever told her, so, sorry, Yaz. <laughs> it was her house. Yeah, it was her couch, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got paid to do it technically, so hey. You're Cause I was minding the dog. <laughs> uh, who had the conversation with you about the birds and the bees? How did it go? Were they hot? <laughs> <laughs> it was my parents. So yes. So yes. Um, no, I remember having a very, very frank. I, so this might surprise you being the host of a sex positive sex and dating show but my parents award winning always treated uh <laughs> um treated sex very like they always treated me very adult when it came to this kind of stuff there was never any like analogies there was never metaphors it was always very like 
men and women, penis, vagina, very like clinical in a cool way. Like it was, it was just very like, they just told me what was up, right? And there was no, there was no like, the bird and the bee and the or like you know the, you put your stick in the hole like there was none of that right like they were very respectful about how they talked about sex with me and anytime uh, we always watched me and my brother were always watching things that like we probably shouldn't have been watching at our age and anytime there was a scene of sort of like any sort of like sexual violence or some like gratuitous sex scenes or something my parents would always pause it and like talk to us about it and be like that sounds like a nightmare it was it wasn't the best but i mean it, it gave me a very strong foundation of like being okay and comfortable talking about sex which has served me quite well <laughs> in my adult life but like they always made sure to be like this is what's happening and this is either wrong and shouldn't happen this isn't an accurate portrayal of like whatever like my parents are badasses and so that's that's how i got my my cop my talk damn mine could not be more different uh in the primary school i was in in ireland i was expelled the year before they did sex ed and then in the new school i went to they did it the previous year so i missed it uh my dad once came up to me and was like oh, there's a book and he just gave me like a thin book it was probably made in the 1980s that detailed what sex was if there was a sex scene on tv they would get angry and change the channel <laughs> so that's that's me that's a that's a different conversation <laughs> um if you're a kinky person how do you signal to other people on dating apps that that's important to you i don't yeah i don't think you need to I don't think you need to have it that upfront. If you're like, I think if you're so deeply into the kink community that it needs to be like that prevalent at the start, you should probably be on like FetLife or something, you know? I mean, like, like a kink friendly also, app. Yeah, I also don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, I, I, I see a ton of profiles yeah. saying like, whatever, 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 kinky, whatever, or mm -hmm. like kink friendly or whatever. I'm all for it. I just don't feel like I necessarily need to no, pause I think, that because I think it's important. Like those, I don't want to, and it's a big reason why I don't want people I match with on dating profiles to listen to the show until we've met because yeah. I don't want their, their view of what a sexual experience with me is going to be. I don't want it to be colored by anything. Yeah, it's so like you I want say, it to come from you naturally and not just to be like, yeah. something they found out anyway else right and and kink means different things to everyone right yeah. like if some people might think that like spanking is kinky whereas other people might or the think the sex that, canoe yeah whereas other people might think that like hardcore bondage yeah. or you know uh, consensual non-consent like all that kind of stuff so like kink is a very wide spectrum yeah and i don't want to be like i'm kinky not knowing what the other person's experiencing kink yeah. is yeah so no, i just i just leave it out and then we figure it out once we start having sex and we'll, we'll have a conversation. Because yeah, you're going to we'll, figure out that sex stuff anyway. So yeah. it's like, it, that's when the conversation comes up. I don't know if you need to like front load it. But I, I don't think there's any harm in saying if you nah, want if, to. If you want it. to, but Dane makes a really good point where it's like kink. One person's kink doesn't mean the same thing as another person's. So it's like you could be signaling things you don't intend to or know to somebody else. Or they might be just reading it wrong. So yeah, it's always it's a better conversation to have when you can really kind of get into it. Uh, and finally, what's the sexiest movie to watch on a date? We uh, both have very strong opinions about this. Stardust. I, so, I, I, how many people know what Stardust is? They all know. Um, I go a slightly different direction, and I go Donnie Darko. 
And some people might say, why? It's because it is, one, a very good movie, but two, it's a movie so convoluted that no one's going to be upset if you start making out during. And it's the only bad thing about Stardust is it is so good that you might want to watch the whole thing. You don't want to turn away. I always think you're talking about that fucking Brendan Fraser movie with the unicorn. Hey, if it's Brendan Fraser, I think it'll still work. Also sexy. Um, That's my go-to movie. I also, uh, Labyrinth is also a a go-to for me because, I mean, you've got two options. You've got Jennifer Connelly or you have David Bowie's dick. And that's really what more could, could get a guy going. Feel free to message us your sexy movies after this, by the way. I'm, I got one. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I, I will say, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, as we age, our bodies age with us. In a culture that values youth, how can we age gracefully and keep feeling sexy? Signed, an older millennial. Aren't we all? Um, that, that's, it, don't worry about societal standards. And I think we're getting to a point right now where we, we're all just kind of vibing. And I think that's like the one strong thing about millennials is we've we've gone through so many unprecedented times that we're just kind of like this fucking sucks let's have a good time with whatever amount of resources we have at our disposal who has time to worry about how young they may appear when we can never afford homes ever yeah <laughs> and i mean like look the world's going to die soon right so we can complain about getting older but every day is a gift yeah i think a lot of it is like you know, obviously it's hard to just be like, well, ignore society or like whatever. But like one person's young, much like one person's kink, isn't another's, right? Yeah. So it's like, do what makes you feel good. And that's where it starts. Like, fuck what other people think. If young to you is being active, be as active as you can. You know what I mean? Take baby steps if you're, you know, not, if you weren't active previously and you want to be active. You know what I mean? Like, be kind as you're getting into it. But, like, that's it. It's, like, make baby steps where you can, worry about the things you can control, and, like, fuck the things you can't. You know what I mean? Like, we, we're all getting older. There's no stopping that. And, I, I, you know, confidence is sexy. Right? Yes. It's, 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 it's a boring sexy trope. Thing. But if you just, like, sit in, in who you are, and, and I understand the, the desire. If, if you are feeling uncomfortable in your skin, because, like, I'm probably as out of shape as I've ever been, Currently, and you still and, look great. Um, it's wild that you laughed at that. But okay, <laughs> someone's been waiting to pounce on yeah. Dan this whole time. They're like, yeah. This is I it. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, but it, it, and it and like that is something that I've clocked for myself and be like, okay, cool. I I know that about me, and I'm you know doing things to to rectify that. But if you look in the mirror, or if you wake up and you put on an out, an outfit, and you feel fucking good. Fucking own that. Fucking rock that. Because I promise you that it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 10 pound heavier than you think you should be or you want to be, or if your hair is graying, or if your hair is thinning, or if you're or whatever. We a can little wrinkled, forever. whatever. If, if any, no one's going to pay any attention to that if you walk in feeling good. Yeah. Right? Lizzo is 100% right. If you feel good as hell, everyone's going to pay attention to you, and that's all that fucking matters. So just. Just own yourself. Own it. Love it. And if there's something you want to work on, work on it for you, not for anyone else. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now, this is the best because there is, 
a sketch of us. There's a and very, it's very good. A very cool picture of us that's probably going to get framed at some point in time. Um, there's a, Once again, it's a two-parter. Worst place and time you got a boner. Ooh. Uh, swimming pool as like a fucking 11-year-old. And just like swim shorts do the opposite of hiding. They accentuate. It's just like everything. So it's you're like... Rap. What? It's like it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Ex- yeah, there's no fucking hiding that. So it's like coming up with excuses to stay in the pool and you're at summer camp they're like all right come on come on we gotta fucking go come on and you're like uh, in a minute I'm, uh, I'm, I'm warm i want to stay in the cold water uh. and then of course you're thinking about your dick and it's like oh yeah i'll stick around you're like no fuck off and it won't yeah um there was a time in drama class where uh we we took drama very seriously in my school and we would get into like like comf- film school no, no, this is high school. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, we took it also. It's like I would hope so in, in yeah. film school. Um, but it was it was high school, and we uh, we would usually almost like gym, like we would change into like sweatpants and like uh, a, an athletic shirt to to move around and be active and, and whatever. Um, and we were doing a scene from Romeo and Juliet, and I was lying on uh, the boxes, and Ooh. we did the kiss. Ooh. And. <laughs> I don't know if you've worn sweatpants before, gentlemen. Also, the opposite of hiding a boner. But let me tell you, my dick decided to go camping. I'm, I pitch a tent. That was yeah. that joke. Yeah, you got it. Um, and yeah, so just like in front of everyone, just straight, like lying horizontal, and one part of me was not. And uh, that happened. It's fair. Just stayed in the pool. You know what? I was just like... It happens, it, and, yeah. and I didn't get weird about it, and I think that scared a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know if I handled it well, but I didn't handle it poorly. You never want to scare people with a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. What's the next part of that? Mm. By the way, this drawing's fucking tight. It's very, very good. And it will be framed. My friend is completely hypnotized by her ex, quote unquote, the asshole. Oh, They've no. broken up a handful of times, but she keeps crawling back to him. How can we get her to stay away for good? It's fully for her best. Verbally abusive, manipulative, bipolar. Get her to listen to this podcast. Oh, nice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it was it's very something I'm working. Of you. Something I'm you know, workshopping. Uh, yeah, for sure. You can send this in to another episode, and then we'll pretend it's not from you, and we'll just talk about it, and then she can hear it. be great. Uh this is this is a really hard thing to deal with because a lot of people, and this is it goes back to the fuck yes and fuck no um, mentality. A lot of people get convinced that the worst idea is the best idea, and the reason people go back to abusive exes is nine times out of ten a result of like a a past trauma mm-hmm. or an insecurity and. It fills a gap that needs to be filled. Well, and it's, it's, it's for sure a lack of self-esteem and yeah. like comfort, yeah. which is ironic given how uncomfortable abuse is. But like, it's a really hard thing as a friend to have to be that person to be like, hey, this person fucking sucks. And like, hey, you shouldn't do that because often the person you're talking to is like snap, like reaction is to be defensive because it feels yeah. like by you criticizing their choice, you're criticizing them. Which obviously you're not, and I think it's important to get like that clear in the conversation. Be like, I'm not criticizing you. This is not you. I love you. I'm trying to look out for you. But this person, unfortunately, sucks shit. I think for me, I found the most success 
when I don't talk about the other person. Mm. Because it's what you're saying is absolutely correct. Because when you say, that person sucks, everyone's hackles get up and they get defensive and they yeah. don't want to do it. Don't talk about the other person because as you said, they're an asshole. You don't care about the other person. Mm-hmm. What you care about is your friend. And how they feel reacting or interacting with Exactly. Them. So what I've found, I've had the most success in like talking about this stuff with people and people that I care about is I say, I don't like how this person makes you feel. Mm-hmm. I don't like how you get when you're with this person. You are mistreated. You're this, you're that. You're, and and bring it, make it about them yeah. and not about the other person. Because again, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck about the other person? Yeah. What you care about is your friend. Like, I can't stand seeing you this sad. And yes. I have and five like, times in the last month. The last time you dated this person, you... You know, you were abused. Last time you dated this person, you cried. Last time you dated, and that's not something I want to see you go through again. So what can I, like, let's have a conversation about why you think this is a good idea, and then try to make it them talking it through with you as opposed to you talking them out of it. Yeah. yeah. Right? If they can give you reasons as to why they're doing this, you might be able to get the underlying reason as to why they're going back, and then you can suss that out. But nine times out of ten, I feel like people start thinking critically about this and being like oh yeah there's absolutely no reason for me to go back because Mm -hmm. every time i've gone back it fucking sucked yeah it's weird the clarity you can get by speaking a situation out loud in a way that thinking it over never it's what we we always talk about whenever you need to have an argument with a, a partner to not attack them but address the issue and not them right because nothing ever gets solved when you get defensive because then it becomes about it, it just becomes like personal slinging and you just start talking about personal shit and then nothing gets solved and you've just hurt each other's feelings and now you're mad at each other and that sucks. So talk about the things that are important to you, which is their safety, their happiness, and hopefully you can get them to see the, the truth of the matter. True. Our friends are furry influencers and want to hang out in public. How do we proceed? Thanks. XOXO. Heart. I assume they mean in their fursonas, which at that point, I think you just might have to say, sorry, there's a dress code. (laughs) Oh, that's a great one. Hang out somewhere where they will not be allowed in in their fursonas. Which is everywhere. (laughs) I think a very easy, we talked about this in the last two episodes, I think, where it's like your kinks are for yourself Mm -hmm. and displaying them in public is... You know, it's like if someone just decided to fuck right here in the bar, they could be like, oh, I like having sex outdoors. You know, I like having sex not at home in risky positions. Yeah, I like and that's great, but it's not great when you bring everybody else in on it, right? You yeah, know? Consent is important for everyone involved and to, not that there's, I mean, like, yes, there is an inherent sexuality to furry. Well, I was going to delve into if it's not a sex thing in a second. Yes. If, if it is just sort of like what they like to do, mm-hmm. then you might have to be like, hey, I'm worried that if we go to this place and you dress up like this, that people will make fun of you or it won't be a comfortable situation. And I don't know how comfortable I am mm-hmm. in a situation. Well, because- I wish I had the context of what the issue here is. Is it that you're embarrassed to be with them in public? Yeah. You know, is it like that the influencer thing takes over? So it's like, it's not that you're hanging out with them and they're in fursona. It's that you're hanging out with them, they're in fursona. And they're like, here's content, here's content, here's content. And like, you're not really hanging out with them. And then maybe you're just a prop in their Instagram following. And I think that is its own third separate issue where it's like, yeah, you can tell your friend, hey, I don't want to be part of your like Instagram side hustle. 
you know? I think that's fair. So I think there's there's three things. There's the embarrassment, there's the sex aspect, and there's the, you know, being used for Instagram content. And there's, yeah. I think two of those are very easy to address, and the embarrassment is not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, I don't think there's any harm, much in the way that we've talked about the grandma giving gifts. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking to your friends and being like, hey, I understand this is something you're into. It is not something that we're into, and I don't think it fits the vibe or the tone of the mm-hmm. places that we're going to go. And I think anyone who is chill would be like, yeah. yeah, you're right. Cool. And if like if you do really like them and you don't give a shit if they do the, a, a furry thing, have a house party. Yeah. Right? If you like if you don't give a shit, be like, "Come on over for dinner and then just you know, let's yeah. dress up in whatever you want to dress up in, as long as you can eat in it or whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being there's like, only this one, is... There's only one entrance hole and it's not the mouth. Yeah, I know. You like that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have a conversation with them. Be honest. It's They're furries. They're not going to get embarrassed. <laughs> uh, this is my last one. You yeah, got I got one, one last one, yeah. Um, what is grandma giving you for Christmas? What do you hope she gives you? And then someone has drawn out like the old school way of doing a dick on a computer, which is a capital B equals 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 capital D. Damn. You could have drawn a dick, y'all. <laughs> um, what's grandma giving you? Hmm. What do you hope grandma gives you? Um, what does grandma give me? If it's mine... Scones. If it's cool, Granny. Uh, okay. you know, maybe, maybe. Why not try something new for Christmas? Uh, I don't really know. I think like maybe like a fun bodysuit for my partner to wear. Okay. You know, so lingerie. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, if if we're going with what I hope she gives me, uh, actually, I, I changed my answer. Uh, there's a sex shop in on Church Street that had this like leather gladiator sexy armor. Okay. And like I always walked by and was like, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking cool as hell. So maybe that. Maybe I've, my sexy leather gladiator armor. I love that. Honestly, yeah. I think I would feel pretty cool in it. I am frequently infuriated with the lack of options of sexy clothing for men mm-hmm. to wear in the bedroom. Right? Yes. It is It is so frustrating when someone wears something sexy for me. And, and you're I'm like, like here's, here's some boxers, I, I guess. I guess here's the underwear that I wear every fucking day. Yeah. Um, I would I would. There's like that. the Chippendales, like, fucking neck and cuffs. And that's about it. Yeah. That's like, like that's, there's nothing yeah. else. It's, it's very, very hard to find something cool. So, like, yeah, I would love for Granny to be like, here's your sexy leather gladiator armor. Here's your cool armor. Yeah. No, honestly, yeah. I, I wanted it so badly. I would also happily accept a, 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 I guess bottle is the word I'm looking for. I was trying to think of like a, a, a bottle an, of, of fuck water, which ah. is a, a Toronto based uh, lube company. Sure, that's yeah. very, very good. Uh, I would love, I would love some fuck water. I, I ran right. out of it and I need some more. Cool. So granny, if you're listening, <laughs> um, now that Dane has made it out of Brampton, will he do a weed 420? What, what? Um, no, this is very much like if we hit 100 Patreon followers, <laughs> I will I will do a weed if stretch we stretch goal. I will get there and blasted. 
Um, no, weed has come to this point where it's very much like the Avatar movies and Taco Bell, where I haven't touched either of them. And they both make you shit. And I now will never touch them out of spite. Okay. That's just that's just how I feel about it. It's like I but just won't you, do it. If you guys hit 100 Patreon, 100 Patreon. If we hit 100 people on Patreon, I will, I will do a, I'll do an edible. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the third question is just who that? You know. You know. And finally, should I get wasted or go to Scarborough? Get wasted. For puss. Oh, okay. That, that changes, changes everything. That, that changes things. You zagged on us there. Uh, stay, have a drink or two, then go get some puss. But also, but you hey, can probably phrase it better. Don't, don't get too drunk and then go to a booty call. That's why I said a drink or two. Yeah, no one wants to babysit you. No, if you're going to show up and make their night worse, don't fucking go. Don't do that. Don't fucking go. If you're going to show up and just be like, eh, But mean, if you're vibing, if you're having a good time. Yeah. Have a good time. Also, like, this is a pretty fun fucking crowd, so maybe stick around a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Figure it out. You, you're an adult. And finally, we got more landmarks. North Bay has a house downtown that is covered in junk fridges, lights, dressers, bikes, safes, etc. Only interesting thing about the place, sad face. That says it all, doesn't it? There it is. That's how we're going to finish that bad boy. Thank you very much for coming. It has been an absolute blast. We couldn't have asked for a better audience. Um, I would like to say a quick thank you to everyone behind the bar and who has been running around and serving you tonight. Uh, Black Sheep does an excellent job. Um, 100%. I will also take a quick moment. We signed on to do three shows here at the Black Sheep, and this is our last show of our contract. That's true. <laughs> I know. If you want to help us out, I would love for you to go on Google and say, we only know about Black Sheep because of the Fuck Buddies podcast. It doesn't even have to be true, even though I know in a lot of cases I it is. I don't care if it's true, but I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for us. And I want to shove that down their throats. <laughs> so if you, could, if, you, if you want to keep doing this and you would love to see us back, it would really help us out if you, if you went on the old Google review or uh, Open Table if you made a review and left a review on that for us and just be like, fuck buddies, it's a great time. Thank you. you know, we love it. it. We came here because of it. We'll come back. Something along the lines of that. It would really help us out um, and it would make us uh, be in a, a really good position to... Uh, Come back and do yeah, another show. 100%. And we, would, we would love to keep doing this for y'all. Um, at the end of the episode, we like to hop on uh, online dating platforms like Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge and review online dating profiles. Sometimes so well that people show up with a date that obviously 10 out of 10 profiles got. we absolutely fucking kill it. <laughs> um, and we comb through them for red flags, see what works, see what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Now, because it's an audio medium, we're gonna do, you, you have three reactions available to you. Boo, if you would not swipe, or you hate it. Yay, if you would swipe and you love it, and meh, if it's, you know, right in that middle of the road, right? Can everyone do that for us? Yes, Perfect. excellent. Uh, I'll start us off, this is from Tinder. Um, this is a man named CT. Uh, his picture is not a picture of him, but is a meme saying, I'm silently judging your grammar. <laughs> strong, strong start. Don't worry. I'm sure it'll get, it doesn't get better. Hello out there. 
Why should I put a photo up when 90% of everyone else's are fake, filtered, Instagram-like traps? You are not one in a million. You are not one of a million. Have someone, have something in you to shine out from the rest. If I get a chat, great. Quite honestly, could care less. This place is a source of amusement otherwise. Would you swipe on CT? It's a hard boo. It's a hard. <laughs> We're killing CT right after the show. CT is done. You got some? Or am I, I just... No, oh, you're going. Oh, yeah. damn. I should have brought more. Okay. Uh, so this... This is a two-parter, same profile, but it's going to take me a minute to click between windows. So save your judgment. This is Andrew. He's in healthcare. Okay. So it, this is the best it's going to be for Andrew. This app sucks so bad. At this point, I really don't care about meeting or talking to anyone. Fakes, flakes, social media sluts. And then I further do down, say, sorry, I just want to editorialize this a little bit. Sluts, the S's were dollar signs. They were dollar signs, so we're dollar signs. Does that make it better? But then there's a picture of him and his dog, and he says it's a hinge prompt. I'm known for compassion and empathy. I do also want to note that he has blurred out the eyes of his dog in case you wanted to ID him somewhere else. He's just really careful about privacy for that. That is honestly a terrifying move. Uh, would you swipe Andrew? Andrew. Uh, now we got BJ. Okay. He's 38. He's self-employed. <laughs> want to know how I know we're all screwed? Because for some reason, most of you ladies make sure to show your butt off in the pictures. There's a question mark. Yeah, a I don't question, know why. Yeah. A good bit of the time, it's the first picture too. Don't get me wrong. I like a good butt. But come on, ladies. Pull yourself together. Act like one, get treated like one. Anyways, hey, hey. <laughs> Would you swipe Andrew? The really cool thing about this is, I don't know how familiar you are with Tinder, but there is an option to like set it so that the mo the the picture that people are saying yes to goes is to the first. first. Yeah. So I think this says more about Andrew not understanding how it works. Yeah. I like how he's like, fine, if your butt's the third picture, sure. Yeah. First picture? Absolutely nah, not. honey. You're a real slut with two dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, but not leastly, we have Dina. And Dina is in a wheelchair. And Dina says I'm convinced that I'm in this wheelchair because my legs couldn't withstand the weight of my dump truck ass. <laughs> and there is a peach emoji afterwards. And I gotta say, fucking love it. Dina, you're a fucking legend. Would Fantastic. you swipe Dina? <laughs> fucking agreed. Guys, you're all amazing. We finish off. Is there anything we gotta say before we finish off this show? Because we got one more thing. You have to thank our wonderful person. We're well, going to thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. You might have heard when we came in. I promise I never forget to thank him. And they're going to ride us out into the, the night with a, an opening exchange on Tinder. Because we do bad sex writing at the end of every episode. So this is a man messaging a lady named Julia. So we matched. Okay. What are you looking for, Julia? I'm too old for games. And so far, that's all I've run into in the glorious world of online dating. That's message one. Message two. How's that goal of someday maybe going for a run? I've run every day for the past 20 years. Third message. No response. No problem. I'm sure you aren't looking for an America-loving Trump supporter such as myself. Best of luck. Fourth message. 
I'm the oldest of eight, Julia. I have siblings younger than you. Get your shit together. (laughs) I love, man, I wish, I wish I was, if you guys have seen The Good Place, I wish I was one of the, like, the hell architects because it would be almost exclusively men reliving the texts they've sent to women. (laughs) But it's, like, people they've really respected saying it to them. And I think that would be a special kind of hell for these people. Oh, yeah. Well, that man is clearly very confident and together and definitely wouldn't be affected by that. Yeah. It's a while. It's, it's, it, the thing I love about men is <laughs> that they are so oblivious to what makes them unattractive that chances are like, like they've gone in. He's like, oh, you haven't, you haven't responded to me. Perhaps I should mention I'm a Trump supporter. <laughs> That'll change things. Yeah. Or it's like now with Andrew Tate, like when guys think that like being a, an Andrew Tate guy is going to get them laid. It's just like, as, as an example, ladies, if someone said, if a dude came up to you and was just like, hey, I'm going to, I'm a big fan of Andrew Tate. What would your reaction be? Sahara Desert. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Sahara Desert was one of the answers. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. And I, and I love it, it sucks and I hate it, but I do love as a personal guilty pleasure of mine watching men not understand why they are so unfuckable. Uh, thank you very much, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we have been your fuck buddies. Oh, put this on. We need like smoke bombs. We can just. Yeah.